guys, welcome to the Dead by Tomorrow podcast. My name is Daniel Winter and my co-host is Andrew Monroe. In each episode, we're going to explore topics that are too important to wait until your last day on Earth. As we introduce each topic, we encourage you to remember that some tomorrow will be your last, so each new day could be your final chance to really live. This week, we'll be talking about commitment, specifically honoring commitments to yourself. If you're ever going to achieve the goals you desire before dying, getting good at commitments is a must. Thanks for listening and looking forward to connecting with you soon. Hey, Daniel, since we're talking about commitment today, let's start this off with what is the hardest commitment you've kept? Ooh, that's a tough question. Well, this could just be recency bias speaking, but I would say that's probably a work assignment that I took almost around this time last year. So I agreed to kind of move into this position where I needed to help a a new group of people go through this change process, this change management. And that was a pretty challenging commitment to make up front because it meant leaving a very comfortable, well-established team and, and group where I had a really good rapport and then working with an entirely new group of people that I didn't necessarily have a lot in common with. I didn't know. They weren't even in the same office as me. And then as we started working through the process, yeah, the, the, the difficulty that I anticipated really grew to be even more than I expected. And it was just a really challenging emotional time. Um, it was challenging just traveling because I hadn't really done that a lot in work before and so there were a lot of moments throughout that process that I really questioned was this a commitment that I that I should have made was this wise can I follow through on this and it was something that you know at the very beginning I I agreed okay you know I'll I'll do this for a year that was what was asked of me and I knew this was going to be my my full year was working with this you know different group of people working through this pretty tough change situation and so i would say that's that's the most challenging one in recent memory interesting so your hardest commitment that you've made at least in recent memory was professionally related yeah definitely cool what what about it was so difficult was it the you know extra workload or was it the cost to your you know work-life balance or what what do you think was your big sticking factor before you made that commitment yes it was a strain on the emotional side it was a bit of a strain and in terms of just travel and, and getting a little bit uncomfortable but I think what made it especially hard was the stark contrast from going from one state to the other so going from a place of relative comfort to a place of pretty strong discomfort anytime something is really hard i feel like a big part of that is the contrast from one thing to the other no it's fair that makes sense that change is never comfortable and especially whenever it is a loss of freedom like that you know if you were probably enjoying that lifestyle you had at work and you knew you were going to have to essentially lose some of your freedom at work to follow this through. And you're the kind of guy that is going to follow it through. That's, that's a hard decision to make. 
If this one was so hard for you, what kept you from tossing in the towel? Yeah, that's a good question. So I, I feel like discipline, which is really the backbone of commitment, right? I feel like discipline is one of those things that is just like any other muscle in that the more you exercise it, the more you practice it, the stronger you're going to get. And so that mindset really came actually from college. Uh, so I went to Texas A&M and my freshman year, I started as an electrical engineer. And the reason for that is, you know, my dad was an electrical engineer. I've always felt like engineers are smart people. I wanted to be a smart person. So that's, that's what I tried to study. And that first semester was a beat down. Uh, weed out classes are no joke. And so at the end of, well, really halfway through that semester, I was barely passing any classes, if I was passing at all. And I really wanted to just quit, really wanted to give up on that. But I had this mindset, okay, you know, I, I can't quit. That's, that's a failure. If I'm going to move to something else, I really need to be able to prove to myself that, you know, it's not just because things were hard, but it's because that was really, you know, the best decision. And, and maybe it's just something that I needed to push through and, and get to the other side and there'd be a reward. So I said to myself, okay, I'm going to stick with this for this entire freshman year. If at the end of the year we're in the same place, I'm just hitting life and it's obviously not a good fit. All right, that's fine. I've kind of proven to myself that I can honor this, this commitment that I set, this goal that I set. And at that point, I, I can move on to something else. And so we got to the end of freshman year, and I still absolutely hated it. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, oops. <laughs> yeah. But uh, even, even though that was not a fun year at all, I got something valuable out of it. I actually got multiple valuable things. You know, I, I learned a, bit, a little bit about physics. Um, not sure how valuable that really is. But I learned, okay, I can, I can make a commitment to myself. I can follow through on that. And I got to see that success. I also got to see what it took to work really hard at something and need to put in that effort and, you know, not be guaranteed success. And that was also a really valuable lesson. So at the end of the year, made it through, transferred over into the business school into marketing loved it and that was a good fit but i was able to look back and really feel confident in my decision not feeling like i just ran away from you know a tough situation that might have been beneficial if i had stuck with it i stuck with it long enough to know okay this is this is the right move and so all that to say you know how was i able to stick with this past year of a, of a tough work decision it's that same idea of okay this is really hard right now but I've made this commitment. I know that I can honor a commitment to myself. I know that I can stick with this goal. Yes, it's hard right now, but I know that there's going to be a benefit at the end of it. I just, you know, got to practice that muscle and stick with it. I actually follow a guy called Jocko Willink. He is a former Navy SEAL crazy guy. And he says that discipline begets discipline. And I was one of those guys who followed the discipline as a willpower associate that you can only use so much of in a day and so I thought it was a finite resource and Jocko comes along and talks about what you're talking about where it's a muscle and he says no 
the more discipline you focus on, the more discipline you have at your disposal. And he was right. It's life-changing information that kind of goes against the grain of what we think is common knowledge. Okay, so let me ask you this. Do you believe in unconditional commitment? I don't believe in a lot of things that are black and white. Uh, my favorite color is actually gray, and it's <laughs> partly because of that. I, I don't think there's anything that is going to be exactly hard set. With that knowledge, though, I do think commitments are almost always something that's pretty close to unconditional, though there are times when it is acceptable to break a commitment. Gotcha. So what would be some of those times? What would be a good reason to break a commitment? Oh, that's tough. It would depend on the situation, what the commitment was. Uh, if it was a commitment to something unhealthy or something that was not a good fit that I gave proper effort to, uh, that's worthwhile. Uh, if it's you know personal, since that's what we're going for right now, there's been commitments I've made to myself that I thought I would fall through on, and they ended up not jiving with my principles. They weren't something that I wanted to actually stand for by the time I got through with that commitment. I didn't necessarily have a year rule like we talked about, but there's been different times where I started a commitment. And I was like, oh, this isn't either giving me the results I thought it would or providing the growth opportunity that I thought committing to this would. So in those moments, I thought it was pretty okay to break a commitment. Um, specifically for me, I've got to watch out for laziness. It's really easy to break a commitment because I just don't want to do it. And my mind is able to start justifying that kind of reason to break a commitment. And I've got to really watch out for that myself. Can you give me an example of a commitment that was worth breaking? Sure. The one that most recently comes to mind, well, maybe not most recently, but a good example of that kind of mindset was a girl I was dating before my current girlfriend. Uh, she was really interesting. I was excited to have found a pretty fun girl, an Amarillo. But the problem was we weren't a good fit. But normally I do not like to not give something a chance. I want to give that full commitment a shot. And to me, that's, that's kind of longer term, you know, six months or something before I've really made up my mind. With her, though, I realized pretty shortly, and you know, probably five, six weeks in, that we were not a good fit. And even though I had already talked to her about exclusivity and everything relating to that, I came to her and I was like, this is not going to work for me. I am sorry. I know we talked about trying to give this a chance. And really, this is such a short time frame for any type of committed relationship that it's not really me giving it a shot. But I've already realized this isn't for me. And so I, I pulled out and said, sorry, uh, best of luck to you on your next guy. So that kind of ability to pull out from something that wasn't working for me and it wasn't a good fit for me, despite outside pressure, you know, I'm at the time I was 27 and there's these pressures for me to be dating and getting married. And whenever a girl that looks like a good fit on paper comes along, there's pressure on me to kind of stick with things even if I don't want to. So in this case, it was more a personal commitment that would have been easier to keep than to break. 
but it was the right move to break that one. And that was also honestly harder than normally keeping a commitment is. So with that said, do you have any tools that you use to stick with something? Yeah, I've, I've got a couple tools that I typically use and fortunately the research backs them up as well. So the very first one is writing it down, whether that is via a journal or I, at this point, just love putting things in my phone or on the computer, but just actually physically recording, this is something I want to do. You know, recently, I felt like I was leaning a little bit too much into some, you know, just entertainment, wasting time, things like that. And instead of just kind of saying to myself, oh, I should watch less TV or I should play less Xbox, I pulled up my phone and I wrote out, okay, I want to only play Xbox one time each week. You know, I only want to watch one episode of a show. I, I made it specific and I recorded it, wrote it down. And then the next thing that I do is share what I've written down with somebody that um, can help hold me accountable that cares about me. So I did those things before looking further into research, but I definitely did them more inconsistently until understanding just how effective that actually is. There's a study from Gail Matthews at the D Dominican University in California that says you're 42% more likely to achieve your goals and dreams simply by writing them down on a regular basis. And then it goes on further to say that if you share those written goals with a friend that believes that you will succeed, it, it gets even better, right? That is awesome. Uh, I love writing things down. I have so many moleskins. Aren't you like ridiculous. an author or something? Well, yes, there's there's the writing thing too, but I use a laptop for that. No, if you saw next to my computer desk or next to my bed, I probably have five or six moleskins strewn about my apartment. I've got two in my backpack. Who knows where the rest are? They're everywhere. Um, it's wild. But have you ever heard of Pearson's Law? No. Never. Okay. So... I don't know if that's where that study comes from or if they're related in some way, but I use Pearson's Law a lot in my own life just to reference what other people are doing and that kind of thing. And the gist of Pearson's Law is whatever is measured grows, and what is measured and recorded grows exponentially. So how that works is exactly what you said. When you write something down and you write down every day, hey, this is my goal, this is my thing, you will grow that goal. It will progress. And whenever it's recorded or reported is another way that they say it, that goal grows exponentially. And it's everywhere in the business world. It's wild that it's out there. It's really cool. It also kind of reminds me of electrons and, you know, you're talking about your physics class. <laughs> that stuff gets wild. If you ever get into it, look at electrons and how they teleport and all the weird things that go into that, but we won't go into that because that's not what this episode's for today. So electrons aside, do you have any other tools that you'd suggest? Well, the only other one I would suggest is getting your environment right. Uh, that's a big theme in the book Atomic Habits, which is, you know, habits really are a form of, uh, you know, building discipline. And so your environment is just such a big habit for determining are you going to stick with a good habit or are you going to continue to follow a bad habit and environment's an interesting thing because that's something 
you know, you, you really plan ahead of time whenever you're in your, your cool headed state, as opposed to your hot headed state where you want to act in the moment, you want that instant gratification. So if you can get your environment right when you're thinking straight, so to speak, that's going to set you up for success in honoring whatever it is that you're, you're wanting to achieve. That's awesome. I like that. I need to read that book. I haven't read it yet, which kind of hurts my feelings. Last question. Are there any people or, or characters that you feel like have shaped your view of honoring commitment? Absolutely. There are two books, I guess you could say. Uh, one of them is a real-life, actual person self-guided book it's called principles by ray dalio and it's really all about how to have discipline and principles in your life and really above anything else i think everyone should read that book now that said ray dalio is a really successful businessman he's done really good investments but the most inspiration i find is actually from a fictional character it's from the stormlight archives by brandon sanderson another book but the character it's so good <laughs> the character uh, Dalinar Colin he has this beautiful arc where he essentially becomes this really disciplined principled man out of the ashes of his slovenly terrible life choices he made and it is great seeing him grow into this leader and it inspires the heck out of me whenever it comes to the discipline and commitment because that's his big thing is being honorable and committed and you know i'm not going to give anything away but there's just scene after scene where he makes choices that are hard for him but he is honoring his commitment to people around him and to himself and the choices he's made and it's just it's great watching that kind of thing play out in a book where do you feel like you're at in that story arc for your life I, you know, I am just a step away from the ashes, yet yeah, the post ashes, I hope, uh, I, not becoming ashes. I haven't nearly gotten on that level, uh, but I'm doing pretty good in terms of keeping commitments to friends and family. It's something I'm really passionate about, and I hope a lot of people see that in my life, but I'm also, I'm not anywhere near, you know, fictional character level, and I'm definitely not nearly as successful as Ray Dalio, and haven't written a book on principles yet so uh, still on the uphill climb i would think though we're probably always going to be on an uphill climb in life because otherwise it gets boring any of the people or the books that we referenced will be available in the show notes so definitely check those out also if you want a simple path to follow um, check out craig ballantine's five pillars of transformation he does a really great job of breaking down some ways that you can stay more disciplined. And he's even described by some as being the most disciplined man alive. This was Dead by Tomorrow with Andrew and Daniel. Uh, join us next week and we will talk to you about commitment to others and what it means to be socially committed.